0: Hello, this is a Canyon Podcast Preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together on our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. title of this message is Two Fathers, One Seed to the Savior and Salvation. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode four of seven. So just a precautionary or another note, as you listen to my messages and come across any teaching that may seem to contradict another teaching— on the same subject you can ask me if there is a contradiction to which after I review I may say yes and if you continue with that line of thinking and then say well how can you contradict yourself you are a false teacher or a prophet I will simply say that like you I am learning day by day and on any given day I may do a 180 on my line of thinking as I am surely open to the idea that I can error as well as grow because in order to grow you will have to do things right, and you will have to do things wrong. That's part of growth. Sometimes I will add to what I have already said due to increased revelation, which, by the way, would seem to fit this message topic discussed, as well as in other messages. And at other times I will backpedal on a thought because what I understood about it was wrong. And someone more mature than I showed me the error of my ways. Welcome to Real Christianity. Acts 18, 28. So he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. When Aquila and Priscilla heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately, and when he desired to cross an Archaea, the brethren wrote exhorting the disciples to receive him, and when he arrived he greatly helped those who had believed through grace, for he vigorously refuted the Jews publicly, showing from the scriptures that Jesus is the Christ. Keep in mind I'm a product of this message in every way. My platform, if I were to have one, is not on the fact that there are two seeds or two fathers, one being God, the other the devil. Nope. My platform is on the growth and development of God's chosen kids. Ephesians 4, 11, 16 The scripture is mine, and I own it. I will not let the devil or anyone else who thinks they know what is best for nobody to shut it down. It is released, and this or any of my other messages will not return void. The words, his words, will not fall to the ground. When assessing this or any other ministry, be like the fair-minded as those who dwelt in Brea. Act 17, 10, 12. Then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Brea. When they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness, and searched the scriptures to daily find out whether these things were so. Therefore many of them believed and also not a few of the Greeks, prominent women as well as men. They searched when they heard. Why? To see if the word was true. Should all of us do this? We are not here to prove each other wrong and to call out each other's errors, especially in public. Very few who error in the word are actually the devil. Listen, the Pharisees were obviously in error, and would go to the grave in their errors. And publicly, yes, publicly, challenge the Lord himself. Careful who you call the devil. We are all subject to be swayed. Did not Peter deny the Lord three times? And King David, did he not do the unthinkable? Who are you plank man to point out a sliver? Trust me, I'm talking to me too. I was once a plank man. But once I got bored with it and saw the errors of my ways, okay, so someone thought that was funny, I changed. For the rest of us, if you are willing to grow and are doing the things that will permit it, then all of us should celebrate for what good that person adds to the body of Christ. Isaiah 28, 10 and 13 For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. But the word of the Lord was to them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. Look, either the devil is your father or God is. Sooner or later this will be made fully known to you, if it isn't your reality now. You have a seed. You are a seed. I can put Ancestry.com out of business and tell you whose you are in any given moment in time. Not that you can't or won't end up on his side, that is God's side, but for the moment I can inform you for free. You are his or his, that is, God's or the devil's. I have spoken of this in some of my other messages, because it won't go away. I know people will disagree with this, and even get offended and refuse to look at the scripture I used to support the idea. I did when I heard it twenty years later. And a whole bunch of reading, trials, tribulations, pain and suffering, and testings, crushed my stony heart so that I would consider all things in light of the scriptures. Oh, but don't worry. A still heart has a way of returning to stone. And although I am further along than I used to be, I am ever so cognizant that some stones still remain. In fact, on some days it feels like I got a variable rock concert going on in my old heart. Genesis 3, 13, 15 And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle, and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go, and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. It looks like we got two seeds coming out of the garden. Funny that a garden is where we grow things from seeds. But anyway, Somehow the serpent got his seed positioned in a fruitful situation. Now I will explain what requires no reach in thought, but it will take a pattern in science mind to agree with what I will be sharing next. In Genesis 4.1 it states clearly that Adam knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain. For those unaware, the word knew is intimacy. Hence, she conceived. But look in between the lines here. The Bible states that she bore again and had Abel. It doesn't say that Adam knew her again, so I will say it and then show it. Adam did not have sex with Eve again. She had two kids in her, one that came from Adam and the other from the serpent. Okie dokie. Let's go there some more before you start calling me bad names. So we see that in this portion of Genesis, God is using a pattern of language. No, conceive, then a baby. No, conceive, then a baby. Genesis 4.17 And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Enoch. And he built a city, and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. Now let's look into the past future and see what Adam is up to. Genesis 4.19 And Adam knew his wife again, and she bore a son and named him Seth. For God had appointed another seed for me instead of Abel, whom Cain killed. So go back to the scripture above, and we see that boring a child is birthing. Eve bore, and then bore again, no in-between knowing from Adam. Genesis 5.3 And Adam lived a hundred and thirty years, and begot a son in his own likeness, after his image, and called his name Seth. Why this language? It is as if someone, Moses, the Holy Spirit, was making a distinction between Cain and Seth. You have to ask then, in whose likeness and image was Cain of? more in Luke. Luke 3:38, The son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Notice that Cain is not mentioned. This was a lineage. This was a genealogy. And it's not a mistake. Cain is not mentioned because he's not from Adam. Now we know that Cain existed. So why wasn't he included in the genealogy back to Adam? It is possible he came from somewhere else, right? or rather from someone else. Now we know weird stuff happens as described in Genesis six one two, and 4. Now it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. There were giants on the earth in those days. And also, afterwards, when the Son of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Not so far-fetched anymore, is it? I have a message titled, Who in the Universe is Melchizedek? If you want to know more about that situation, it is an awesome story, if I do say so myself. But of course, all the credit returns to the Bible and the Holy Spirit. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of lights to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.